Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Nekuban, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Nekuban. You make my life so beautiful. This is a continuation of last week's message. Keep listening. Jesus is saying, if you love me, keep my commandment. So, are you keeping the commandments of Jesus? He said, go ye. Are you obeying go ye? You haven't preached the gospel. That you are coming. <laughs> Whatsoever is a come ye. You see, the truth is that the church is in total disobedience to the words of our master. Are you following what I'm teaching? Jesus is saying, go ye. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I tell you, go and bring some new souls go and bring some new people if you don't obey me it means you don't love me so the church is in total disobedience to the words of jesus ask your friend are you obeying ask another person when was the last time you preached amen and this one is to everybody and you see wherever we stand is supposed to be a platform for us to preach christ in your businesses, in your education, school, your classroom, wherever, wherever. And I'll say to the glory of God, right from I mean, secondary school days, our friends are called, all of us as Christians, you cannot smile with us and be nice and we not preach Christ to you. No, 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 no. We cannot. Something will be happening to us. And if you know the end result of people dying without Christ, you will be more stirred up to share Christ with them. Amen. Look at this scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 15. Now, I'm going to show you something here. If you ever visit Israel, you are going to see a contrast between the river Jordan and the Dead Sea. What is the difference? The banks of the Jordan are surrounded by trees and greeneries, greens. And that is talking about life. On the other hand, Nothing lives around the Dead Sea. What is the reason? The reason is that the Dead Sea has no outlet. When water flows into that sea, it stays there. So the accumulation of the salt content is so high that you can literally sit on the Dead Sea and read your newspapers. The saline concentration, the salt concentration is so high. And the Dead Sea has no plants growing in it or even around it. And then no animals stay in it. So no fauna and flora. No animal life. No plant life. This thing compares to our Christian lives. For some we are like the Dead Sea. We keep receiving. I receive. I receive. And it is rather your continual receiving and not giving out. is increasing your toxicity. Do you know that when you keep eating. You see God eh. He is a very wise God. That's the reason why when he created a human being and created what we call the alimentary canal, which starts from the mouth and ends in the anus. The mouth is the inlet. The outlet is the anus. So you eat, and what you eat must not stay. You must draw out some energy out of it, and it must come out. If you are there for one month, you have not gone to toilet. In fact, if for two weeks you have not gone to toilet, and you release air, you know the way the atmosphere becomes. And you now, as you are walking around, you realize that you are not sound. 
You are not sound. You see that your stomach will you fly a kutu the kutuzi. You are just walking around. You see that the tummy is not feeling because you ate abitia, you ate fufu, you ate look if from Sunday, those of you ate Saturday you ate fufu, you have eaten a prapransa, you have eaten rice, banco and fetre, jollof rice, anguamo, tuozafi, all those things, they're all accumulated and they have not come out. Oh dear. It means that your stomach is in a very bad condition. And that is how many of us receive this word. Last week you received the word. Last two weeks, take this, take it. Say, I receive. Take it. I swallow. Take it. I put it in my left pocket, my right pocket. You have taken, but you never share any of the take with anybody. So you have become some sack full of some interesting things. And because you are not giving out, you become toxic yourself. You are now you are a bag of toxic. And that's the reason why you realize that instead of sharing Christ and having a certain passion, you become very critical because when you share Christ, as you are trying to do the work of God, then you see the challenges. The prayer time, the fasting, you go and the way people are, want to share the word of God, say, excuse me, and the way they will talk to you, you need to humble you. You can never bear fruit without humility. All the trees or branches that have fruit on it. You see, branches that don't have fruit on it can go at a certain angle like that. A higher angle of inclination. But when fruit comes on it, they begin to go down like this. So, what you go through to bear fruit makes you humble. Amen? And so, God is expecting us to be like the river Jordan. That gives out and... As we receive and we give out, we have life in ourselves. In fact, in order to have life, you must learn to be a giver. That is how God ordained us to be. Anything you have, you must learn to share. When you are a hoarder, hoarding rather makes you a loser. That's the reason when you have money, you come to church, learn to give offerings, learn to be a blessing, go into your wardrobe. Give out some shoes. Give out some shirts. Give out some things to people. Don't say, I need this number. I need four blue shirts. I need this number of shirts. You don't need four blue shirts. You just need one blue shirt. Maximum two. Give some to other people. As you are giving some to other people, somebody also think you are sowing a seed and somebody also think about sowing something to your life. Amen? He said, he who sows sparingly shall reap also sparingly. That means you spare. You give out your spare. And he who sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Let's continue to read quickly. Every man according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give not gradually of necessity for God loves a cheerful giver. That means that you must do the work of God cheerfully. As you are in the church, what are you giving to the church? Some people say that, oh, what am I gaining from the church? What am I getting from the church? But you see, the church is a body. And every part of the human body does something for the body. So it means that if you are not doing anything for the body, you are rather a trouble to the body. You have a problem. You must do something. We must find you actively involved, playing a role, doing something. Giving to the church. Giving to the church. So from today we must ask ourselves, what is going to be my contribution towards the growth and development of this church? What am I doing? And Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And he said, go ye, go and bring the souls, make disciples. Making disciples means that what? Bring the souls and make sure that they are established. 
It means that those who are not happy, if somebody comes to you and starts complaining, you don't listen to his complaint. He said, stop the complaint. Because the Bible says, do all things without what? Memory. Without complaint. He said, I want to listen to the, uh, what is worrying them. It's not worrying them. It's the devil speaking to the person. It's the devil trying to drive the person out. The person is being poisoned. The person's life is being destroyed. And if you try to listen to the person yourself, you'll be poisoned. Because you begin to reason. With the person, so maybe he has a point, she has a point. She has no point. The devil is just trying to destroy you and say, stop this kind of thinking and start acting this way. And give the person scriptures to read. And tell the person, when anybody starts complaining, this, 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 they say, go and win souls. Give the person an assignment. Go and win souls. I give you an assignment, win five souls this week and bring. It will help to cut off all that kind of thing. It's true. Because Jesus didn't call us. There's no ministry of complaining. Is a ministry of reconciliation. The ministry of drawing new souls unto Christ. Bringing them to become established in the kingdom. Do all things without memories and disputes. And listen to me. When people murmur and they complain, it brings about evil spirits. When the people of Israel were in the wilderness and they started complaining, what happened? Snakes were released to bite them and to kill them. So you be receiving people in your house and receiving people in your offices and various places, you will see demonic attacks against your life. If you want your home to be destroyed, you make your home a place where you receive people. You will see that it will become like a rubbish dumping ground. All of a sudden, the nice aroma in your house will change. I'm telling you. There was one guy. He himself, he confessed to me. He said, they used to come, they would talk about the church, they would do this, this, this. Me, I didn't even know. Me, I'll be in my place praying. Poverty visited them. To the extent that what they had to decide, they said he had to go to his in-laws place in order for them to eat. I'm telling you. And he came and then we prayed. He asked, he confessed. Me, I mean, I have compassion in my heart. We prayed and said, God forgive you and God turned things around. And God started turning things around. And I prayed for him. He started buying cars and started getting on. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. The Bible says that for we overcame him, the devil, by the word of our testimony and the blood of Jesus. This morning we believe that our God is still in the business of working miracles. If you are here and the Lord has done something good to you, we want you to walk up front boldly and declare you to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have two testimonies. The first one. I want to encourage all of us. The Friday services has changed. In fact, if there is a service that you shouldn't miss, it should be the Friday service. There are a whole lot of things going on here on Fridays. And I believe that for whatever challenge that you have, even if it's 9 o'clock, you come. I want to stress on this one again. If there is a service that you should not miss, it shouldn't be the Friday service. We preach a little, we receive all the blessings, and we pray. And that is the only time that our Father has time for everybody. He will pray for all the unmarried, he will pray for all those who want children. And that is the only time that you can meet him to pray on your need for you. So please, I want to be an advocate for the Friday service. Um, for the past Fridays, when we come to church and he has to pray, he prays for everybody. When he prays for me, he will say that, oh, I pray for promotion. I say, ah, but this man, I have not said anything to you. And you are always, and consistently, he's been saying that, I had a promotion letter. The second source is that, 
when he meets me outside, he talks about, you cry, you've kept too long outside a cry. When are you coming? I said that yeah, I will come. But I realized that that is another form of preaching outside. So what he says outside has impact in the life of all of us. We don't have to take it for granted. When he meets me outside and he says that, I say, ah, me in my place, there is no connection. Where I am, it will only take God to bring me back to Accra. When you are promoted, you are promoted. Stay wherever you are, okay? But this time, the promotion came with, okay, we are moving you from wherever you are and we are bringing you to Sphinx Road. Okay. That's one. We thank God. That one is not a big one. It's not a big one. You know, when you are taken to a branch, you work under a manager. Okay. And when your letter came, it says that you are being in charge of Spinters Road, Tetequashi, and Legon. And I was confused. I don't know what God is doing. But trust me, if you get your foot rooted here, I've still not gotten it. Because I'm not working under any manager. I've taken over three branches from nowhere. We have been quiet in service, but we are doing our work underground. And I want to thank the man of God for the opportunity for all of us to go out and, and preach the word of God. To God be the glory. Welcome back. Stay tuned. Just obey the word of the Lord. Amen? Obey the word of the Lord. How many souls have you brought to Christ this year? Apart from your beloved who visits us. Amen? It's a question. Am I preaching to somebody here? No, I want to help you. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandment. And what's the commandment of Christ? Go into the world. Preach. Establish them. Make them disciples. So it means that anything that will take them away from the church, you must stop it. If you don't stop it, it means that you help them to go out. Once they spoke with you, it means that you have the ability to stop them. Whether you have to fast for 30 days or 30 nights. Whichever way to make sure that this one... So you don't say, hey, me too, they've done some before. Or they say, they did something to this, this person, and this person left. They did this person... A lot of times it's not so. Listen, this work that we are doing, a church work, is a spiritual work. And if you don't know, we have an arch enemy. And our number one enemy we have is the devil. And you know the devil is against God, and therefore against the things of God. And therefore he's even against the people of God. Amen? Yeah. We must know that the lines have been drawn. There's opposition party, which is the devil, and God's party, the church. And the devil is there, he's known as the accuser of the brethren. So the moment you join the accuser of the brethren, you have joined the devil's camp. You are actually doing the devil's work for him. You are within God's church camp, but you are not part of the camp, but you are rather for the devil, doing the devil's work. Are you following what I'm saying? And maybe you think that what you are saying is reasonable. Hey, but we can see this. But we know that. What do you know? You know nothing. Because the truth is that, let me tell you something. A lot of times, even when people are complaining or people are saying things, there's a story behind the story you don't know. And a lot of times, people who misbehave and they do things, we rather shield them. What we know, we don't bring it to the open because usually a father or a mother will not want to 
see to it that something bad or there's something bad about their child that they are saying it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, not every bad thing people say about the things of God. So, I came to tell you somebody that rather your concentration must be winning of new souls and getting them established. You don't get crowns by criticizing the church and criticizing the ministers, but you get crowns by winning souls and establishing them. So, which one do you like? Do you want to be in the ministry of accusing, criticizing, destroying the church? Or you want to have crowns by winning souls? Oh, I'm talking to you. But crowns by winning souls. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. May we keep the commandments of the Lord. Amen. And you see, the accuser he has been cast down. He says that, I heard a loud voice in heaven say, now it's come what? Salvation and strength. The kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. Because the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And so the accuser has been cast down. But when he was cast away from heaven, strength came to heaven, salvation came to heaven. It means that where there's an accusation, you lose strength. Do you know that? The moment you are accused, you feel weak. And that is how many of us, we rush on people, we rush on leadership, and we say things we don't even know anything about. God have mercy on us. Are you following what I'm saying? And do you know that when you are accusing Jesus, Jesus was quiet. But it doesn't mean what they were saying was true. And some of the people were slapping him and they were doing this and they were doing that. In fact, the Bible says that they got some evil people to have a bad testimony against him. And so they started beating him. So our work as Christians is that we must win So We must be like the Jordan River and not the Dead Sea. Ask your friend, are you the Dead Sea or a Jordan River? Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody, I'm not a Dead Sea. I'm a Jordan River. Fruitful. Amen. So you see, when you don't give up, look at, I want to show you one quick scripture. As 2 Corinthians 9, verse 10. So if you keep accumulating and you fail, you are hoarding, you become spiritually unfruitful. Amen. Most of us are spiritually unfruitful because we are not thinking about others. And if you put your hand over there, Philippians chapter 2, verse 4, it says that everyone must not think about himself, but about others. Somebody say others. Read it with me. One, two. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. That means that think about others. Think about others in your community who don't know Christ. Think about others who are at the workplace who don't know Christ. Think about others who pass in front of your house who don't know Christ. Think about others. Somebody say others. So tell somebody, I have been called for the others. Amen. So, now go back to the Second Corinthians 19. Now, he that ministers see to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruit of your righteousness. I, I like it in the New King James. God gives seed to the sower. Tell somebody, he gives seed to the sower. So, let's read one, two. Now, may he who supplies seed to the sower... So the word of God that you receive is a seed. Is that not it? And so you must be a sower. Tell somebody, be a sower. Yeah. So God gives you seed to sow and bread for your food. So some of the food, as you receive the word of God, it must strengthen you. And then you must sow some as a seed unto others. Can I have an amen? Yeah. So if you become a generous giver, God promises to increase the harvest of your righteousness. There are needs in the church. 
Some of us, the moment we are blessed, we are thinking about my family, my old school. That's when we join new groups. Uh, meanwhile, you didn't get your blessings from those places. It is in the house of God. You came. Prayer was made. Intercession. We laid hands on you. We're praying for you. Life started changing for you. The same place you started getting blessed from. Instead of supporting the place to go higher, you are taking the money somewhere. Even after that, he said, now, don't direct me. Don't instruct me again. I want to do what I want to do. If you try to now tell me this, this, this. Now, don't you know that my rank has changed? Gone were the days when I didn't have a job. Now I'm a manager. Now I am a top class. Leader. Don't you know now I am a missus? Can't you see my ring? Don't you see that I'm married? Don't you say I am Mr. So so and so? Please, we are not. We are what we are by the grace of God. And let's rather keep humbling ourselves and let's pray that God use me. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled, confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer and your heart's desires. May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. Listen, you have only one life to live. And every day you move closer to your expiry date. Even your phones have an expiry date. Whatever you have, there's an expiry date on it. You go to the total shopping center and get a product, the drink. Look at it. Is that an expiry date? Can you see the expiry date? Every product has an expiry date. The past five years, you see how your faces have changed. Everybody, our face, we are changing. Small swan, I change it, Kemba. Achake, we are changing. Some people have already started growing gray, small small. If it is not seen as some corners, gray, changes are happening. Some people, their hair is balding. Some of the ladies are getting a chimps. They cover it with wigs. Things are changing. Look at our brother. Look, when he came. In fact, just in the past few months, he's seen us. He's come. Have you realized that the past few months, that thing is going back? Your hair is receding. It's changing. Some people are getting a pimpamusto. It means we are getting close to our expiry dates. And so, once you have the energy now, serve the Lord now. Choristers, sing for the Lord. Ashes, work for the Lord. Sweep for the Lord. Go for evangelism. Prayer people, pray. If you've got money, give. I said, give the money. Papa, be obey, no, as why you Any good thing you have to do, do. Any service for God, serve. That day, she probably didn't know that that was the last breath. Are you hearing me, somebody here? That is why you cannot afford to waste your time talking about unnecessary things. And yet, may I come? And this one is like this. And this one is like that. We are all forcing. We are all human. And we are all forcing. We are all trying to do something for God. And when somebody is doing something, encourage a person. And from today, don't give excuses. Don't take on excuses. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And the one who loves me. Okay, do it in the New King James. He that has my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loves me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father and I will love him and will manifest myself unto him. Hallelujah. Is it a powerful one? The Lord manifests himself unto you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Is that a good word? Amen. 
Father, we are grateful to you for your love. We bless your holy name. Thank you for the word that will come to us that we should do your work. We should do your work. We should do your work. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, what a word. This has been Reverend Jonathan Ekuban who brought you this message. You can call Reverend Jonathan Ekuban on 026-3316-457. That is 026-3316-457. Stay tuned. Same time next week. My hope is We can't end this broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make the greatest decision in your life. That is salvation. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just say this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sin and ask for your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful gift of salvation. Amen. If you pray this prayer sincerely from your heart, then you are a child of God. Find a Bible believe in church and join or you can fellowship with us at Springs of Life Chapel International so you can grow up in your faith and fulfill your destiny in Christ Thank you for listening to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you have been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Second service 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. And prayer and miracle service every Friday from 6.30 p.m. You will find us on the Bachona Dogono Road off the Spintex Road at Bachona Ecobank Junction. You can always call plus 233-244-216-084 or plus 233-262-589-060. Email revjekuban at springsoflifechapel.org. Revjekuban is spelled R-E-V-J-E-K-U-B-A-N. One word. Visit our website springsoflifechapel.org and our Facebook page Springs of Life Chapel. Springs of Life is one word or Jonathan Ekuban. <laughs>